scott.jwellfire.com final days report episode 92 we're calling this vaccine death if vaccine is the cause of your death my friends insurance companies are likely to not pay out on life insurance policies case law unbelievable one article goes on to say that you committed suicide, my friends. Plus, read this happened in France. Insurance company refuses to pay claims, says death by experimental COVID vaccine is the same as suicide. And I listened to an interview with a lawyer in the insurance industry, and he said that they're actually going to have a similar situation. And it actually was ruled upon that you partook in reckless behavior. So the insurance companies have an out to not pay out on death. Now, the question to me is, if you died within a couple of weeks of taking this vaccine, it's obvious the vaccine killed you. But if you get VADs, if you all of a sudden have heart issues, if you're just bedridden, if you all of a sudden have some sort of major health issue and maybe don't even die, you know, not even life insurance, just insurance in general. Like what is going to happen here, folks? This is genocide, my friends. And they're going to get out of not paying your claims. Wake up. Let's continue reading. The insurance company justified the refusal of payment to the family by stating that the use of experimental medication and treatments, including corona injections, is especially excluded from the insurance contract. The family's subsequent lawsuit against the insurance company has been unsuccessful. So they sued. The court allegedly justified its ruling as follows. The side effects of the experimental vaccines are published. I'm not so sure they're published or transparent. You have to dig for it. So if you're trusting, <laughs> you might go for this. And the deceased could not claim to have known nothing about it when he voluntarily took the vaccine. That's so funny. He's deceased. How could he, how could they know? There is no law or mandate in France that compelled him to be vaccinated. Well, there's a lot of peer pressure here in the United States. Can't keep your job unless you're vaccinated by this death weapon shot. Hence, the death is essentially suicide. Since suicide is not covered by the policy from the outset, the insurance refuses to budge. Now, this should just make you mad, my friends. In the podcast I did, Evidence the First Seal Has Opened, we actually go over an article about the insurance industry just being inundated with life insurance claims. And they went on to say young people are dying and it's like a hundred year event. The numbers were astronomically out of control and the margins are very thin in, in this industry. From my understanding, listening to a couple experts, like 1% margins. So that's why they hire all these PhD mathematicians to really just get rid of all the risks. And what this lawyer said, again, he basically said these insurance companies are going to get out of paying claims because you were reckless. It's like jumping out of an airplane and skydiving. Some professional athletes will say they'll actually have clauses in their contract. You cannot be reckless and drive a motorcycle. Unbelievable. This is wicked. Now, I'm just curious. I am absolutely curious to see if you die within a couple of weeks of the vaccine, it's quite obvious there's a correlation that the vaccine killed you. But if fades happens over a longer period of time where you get cancer, maybe a year, two years later, or you all of a sudden die of a heart attack, I'm curious if they'll link that back to the actual vaccine and reckless behavior, because then it'll just be genocide right out in the open. If people start getting claims denied with heart attacks and paralyzation and other things, I found it interesting. He's basically saying the insurance company, they're waking up and I'm going to play another interview after that as well of what's going to happen next. Because as Bill Gates said, the next virus outbreak, and I'm paraphrasing, it'll catch your eye. And uh, it's become clear to me, the clinical data is fraud. And um, 
Interestingly enough, since that podcast went out and uh, the news is kind of floating around Wall Street that the, the whole clinical trial may be fraudulent, which I believe it is 100% in my opinion, um, no one from the mainstream media has reached out to her. I'm going to break some news today. Um, she's been contacted by Wall Street Investment Bank. Wow. Wants to get, her, to get her on a call with institutional investors, pension funds, hedge funds. And they also wanted to go to a, perhaps a, a live conference they hold to speak to 4,000 people. So let me make a point here. The mainstream media may ignore this. Wall Street is not. Wall Street is going, and it's already started. Moderna stock is down 70% from its high. Pfizer's down 19%. So we don't need the mainstream media because uh, my goal has been to get these stocks to start underperforming. And they started underperforming before I started to get more uh, notoriety. So it's not, it's not due to me. People smarter than me were already figuring this out. Um, and I want you to know Wall Street's rallying to this. I'm getting lots of inquiries from former colleagues and people want to know what's going on. So nothing will convince uh, a sleeping public or those not awake yet uh, than uh, red stocks or collapsing stocks. Money talks, BS walks. My whole career, uh, my job was to be ahead of the news and be a lead steer. And we didn't wait for the Wall Street Journal. So you're a futurist. You're a, you're a trendsetter. Well, that, well that, that's what we call stock picking. And, you know, what's funny is uh, when I take my stock picking skills outside of the realm of stock picking, I'm called a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> um, so basically, you're a stock picker, Alex, and you don't even know that. But you are. That's what we do. For, that's what I did my whole career was to connect the dots with 30 percent of the available information and, and bet capital on my predictions. So this is a, this is an investment thesis that I'm making. I can say that it's fraud because I'm talking to investors. I don't I, I don't need to. And, and you it. said I, this a week and a half ago and it's all going down, just like you said. That's what's credible. I think there's an asymmetric information uh, situation going on in the insurance industry where right some people have figured out something's going on uh, yeah. and they're offloading their risk. They're not going to say what it is because they don't want that information to get out as they un un unload the risk. So someone's going to be the bag holder on this in the insurance industry. So that I found very interesting. Um, let me They're going to blame you for reckless behavior, my friends. They're going to actually call that out in their contracts. This interview that Rick Wiles did, and I, the lawyer's name escapes me. I'll put it in the comments, but check out his video. It's an hour-long video. Rick doesn't really do many interviews that much anymore. Once in a blue moon, this was riveting from start to finish. And this lawyer talks about how the insurance companies are waking up to this. As we talked about again in the first seal has been open that podcast, and they're starting to realize it's the va vaccinated that are dying. I'm going to be very, very interested to see, are they going to obviously deny claims once somebody's damaged right away? Or is this, are they going to say, hey, have you taken the vaccine? We're not paying out at all down the line. That is what I'm going to look out for. But Rick asked him, what do you expect next? And what he says I thought was alarming because we always look for other witnesses to what we've researched, right? I, I try to find two or three sources before I actually put it out. And this nanotech and EMF death weapon evidence that actually happened at Astro World potentially, and then also just a whistleblower with technology where they're jacking us in our food. So even if you haven't taken the vaccine with the vaccine shedding, with the chemtrails, with the nanotech they're putting potentially in food and water, we're probably all just 
beacons for this hive mind, this nanotechnology. And he talks about some information where they can actually use some sort of EMF frequency to activate some wild things in your body. So you have to be armored up with God's protection. He could break these graphene oxide nanotech bonds. And then he also talks a little bit about zombies and prions disease. And I kind of did this as a bit of a joke. It was early days of my ministry this summer. Alexa predicts zombies from the vaccine. What does Amazon know, right? A CIA funded company, mega CIA contracts. Wild times, my friends. Let's listen. This is riveting. I think I play about seven minutes of it. And Rick's going to ask him again, what is going to happen next? We might have a little bit of a reprieve, a little bit of a break, but it's going to come back even stronger. The second one is Bill Gates said, we'll get our attention. I'm paraphrasing. Because right now, at this stage, yeah. they've declared a break. They're, you know, uh, Walensky at yeah. CDC said, well, we want to give the people a break. Oh, that's, a, that's, <laughs> exactly. a nice, that's a nice of you. <laughs> well, it implies the break from what? Yeah. <laughs> and I know what the what is. Yeah. So they're pulling back. They're ending vaccine mandates, restrictions, and all this stuff. They know that they've, uh-huh. they've pushed it and they've tested the resistance to find out where ah, do they get resistance. That's right. See, they have found right. the resistance. The Canadian truckers, uh-huh. they're finding resistance. So now they're pulling yes. back. Okay, That's we right. now know how far we can take the people. We know what tactics yeah. work. We know when they will push mm-hmm. back. When do you think they will come at us again? So, so what you just described is called an after-action review in the military. That's exactly what happens is you test all the different parts, and then you analyze, and you come back with a different plan or an amended plan. You might find uh, it interesting, and I'm sure that you noticed Mike Pompeo in one of his uh, press presentations just let it slip or told everybody you know, intentionally, oh, we're in the middle of a live exercise, he said. Yes. Quote, President Trump was standing yes. at the side. He said, what? So, and, and, so that's precisely what this was. And Vladimir Putin said... The experiment, the experiment must continue. Yes, well, there you go. So there's the answer. And I- See, I do think there are factions with these globalists and that Putin is a nationalist. But at the end of the day, it just appears they're all playing on the same side. And so this war might just be theater. I can tell you what's coming next because I guess maybe it's like Germanic. I don't know how it is, but they document everything very well. And they, in, in the law, all of this was quite obvious, what was happening and going to happen. Um, they've done that again. So if, if you go, for instance, back to the, the, the piece of law I cited, it's the enabling legislation for health and human services as it relates to public right. public emergencies, public health. And there's 42 CFR, parts 70 and 71. And as you look through that, it is they, they replace constitutional rights with their, um, with their version of them. It's, a, it's basically a mitigated set of... Uh, Fourth Amendment, Fifth and Fourteenth Amendment uh, rights, barely any, and it's all discretionary and it all vests in the CDC. My point in telling you this is um, they've gone to a great deal of trouble to tell us that they they would or could use MERS, um, SARS, and Marburg slash Ebola. So if you look at the patents of these these pathogens that they put into the the lipid nanoparticles we talked about, they use chimeric E. coli and Ebola. Um, chimeric E. coli in Marburg. And how you see people say, oh, there's Marburg in South Africa, there's Marburg in the UK, there's Marburg in China. It so happens that uh, in March of 2020, they enacted the, the special enabling legislation of the Marburg Protocols, the Marburg provisions of the PREP Act. 
And that's what launched all of the funding from CMS for this emergency, emergency response. These quarantine centers are being built in anticipation of Marburg because that's the law that allowed them to fund it through CMS. Mm -hmm. So it is undoubtedly going to be characterized as to Marburg and whether or not it actually is is another question. Um, and the reason why I say that is because so much of this is tied into what's happening with the 5G system. And we came to find that these lipid nanoparticles that they've been put into people can, can act as fuses. They're time delayed. And it's an 18 gigahertz signal that will cause them to release whatever the pathogen is. And so we wonder why they, they rushed to put 5G in all the schools while everybody was locked down by the 5G centers. You can see them everywhere right now. And the, the military kept certain bands, they call them the mid-range bands, and I'm not entirely sure what that is, but I'm fairly certain that includes 18 gigahertz up to 100 gigahertz. There's a huge range of frequencies there that we also know are toxic to people. So the whole thing in Wuhan started the day after, the, the, the whole coronavirus yes. COVID thing started the day after they turned on 10,000 5G antennas in the city of Wuhan on Halloween, of course. Halloween night is when they turned those on. Milan, right? The next city that had huge problems, they just turned on the 5G. New York, same thing. So what I'm trying to impart to you is that this will be based on a Marburg response, a Marburg narrative to scare the tar out of everybody. My concern is that this is just another part of their bioweapons program that will be in part um, due to the use of the 5G signals. You know, it, we're already having, why is it the FAA convinced the FCC to keep uh, 5G away from the aircraft in a 2.5 mile radius of the airport? Why is it that people with these, um, the ventilation machines were, were dying at faster rates when these things were using 5G? The, the science is there. I actually have all of the science, by the way, because I intend to use this as evidence. Um, there is no doubt that the EMF radiation causes the same symptomology as all of these diseases. So the pretext of Marburg is coming. It's only a function of time. Whether or not it's actually the Marburg bug is a different matter. If it is, it will be a result of an ADE response inside of the vax people, meaning that those chimeric bugs that are already inside of them will be let loose by this signal, and their bodies will develop the ADE response, which turns them into effectively... What he's saying is the exact classified document that we covered in Nanotech and EMF Death Weapon podcast. Check that out. Factories, right? The, the, they were producing S proteins before. Now they're going to be producing M proteins. And they will shed those, and they are designed to be contagious. So the, the apocalypse is coming. And if you look carefully, and I would really like you to do this, look up the 1P36 gene deletion syndrome. It's the number one serious <laughs> adverse event listed by Pfizer. See what that is, and then juxtapose that to a, a Marburg infection and see what you come up with. The CDC already put it out. They, they made a nice little cartoon about the, uh, the zombie apocalypse, and, and that's the result that you effectively are going to see. Okay, so we know from COVID what percentage of the population will do whatever they tell them to do. 40% we figure. Right. And then there's a percentage that, that is resisting. So in the next uh, pandemic, they already know who will go along with the, the That's right. commands. <coughs> Excuse me. So my thought is they've got to step it up to deal with the resistors. They got to right. They got to do something to scare the resistors. Yep. What so you, we have that. 
What do you expect? We have that. This, this will be, and I, and I say this because I have a lot of whistleblowers, people in the know that are aware of these things. So I'm not just speaking in a vacuum. Whistleblowers. The plan is to make it so horrible that people will run to the quarantine centers. Right, they're gonna, if you think about it, somebody with hemorrhagic fever, people falling over dead with Ebola and, and, and having ticks and, and biting other people at the same time that looks like in a zombie apocalypse, that not only the CDC is warning you is going to come, every federal agency that is being prepared for NIMS, it's National Information Emergency something or other, anyway, NIMS, they're all doing zombie apocalypse preparedness exercises because that's what they're going to do. They're going to turn the world loose into, you know, Armageddon and people will run off to the centers. That's how they're going to do that. So again, Todd talks about the zombies that are coming. Check out that podcast, Alexa predicts zombies from the vaccine. I laugh a little bit, but I dove into some science, mad cow disease. You know, I, I had a family member. I never met him. He was a prominent surgeon who had this. He was a ear, nose, throat surgeon. Ivy Leaguer, very, very smart man, prominent uh, expert witness, supposedly he had practiced on cadavers and he ended up getting mad cow disease. It's a different name for humans. Pretty wild. If you've taken this vaccine, I highly suggest you look at this podcast, Is COVID-19 Vax the Mark of the Beast? I think there's good news, bad news there. Repent of it, pray. Pray that God actually, that Jesus takes this out of your system that breaks the graphene bonds, this nanotech bonds. And if you really look up scripture on healing, God wants us not to go to pharmacia. He wants to go to him for healing. So let's read James 5.14. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. So if you're a Christian and you have a prayer request, send it to me. We'll pray for you. Matthew 10, 1. And when he had called unto him, his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. So there's, there is hope in Christ. Get saved and thank you for your support. Check out sjwellfire.com, bookmark it and sign up for the newsletter. Have a good one.